0: today on Lawyers Rising.
1: Like a good portion of the time, even if the person looks amazing on paper, you know, I'll talk to them and and I'll realize that they don't even know what I do, you know, or they don't even know why they apply.
0: The five reasons law firms don't hire you after an interview. Hello and welcome. I'm joined once again by Harrison Barnes, the founder and chief executive of BCG Attorney Search Hi, Harrison. Thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, nice to be here.
0: You know, recently we were talking about resumes and you said that the biggest problem with people creating resumes is that they don't understand who their audience is. And that same point is even more apropos today because we're talking about uh, the actual interview and not so much the questions you're going to be asked at the interview, but rather the questions the interviewer is going to be asking themselves about you. And that's what we're going to be talking about, kind of preparing for those five Unasked questions. Um, I really like the way that you talked about this because, again, it gets into the mind of the listener of the potential employee um, to prepare for your audience to understand who your audience is. Right? Right. Can you talk more about why um, that's so important before we kind of dig deeper into these uh, five different questions?
1: Well, the thing about um, you know interviews and, and you know resumes and and everything is is a lot of times you know, people are really thinking about themselves, you know, like the, the person that's writing the resume is thinking about themselves. And the person that, you know, is, is uh, you know, write, writing a cover letter is thinking about themselves. And, you know, the person, you know, when they're showing up for an interview is thinking about themselves. And, you know, really, um, you know, you, you, you have something to do with it, of course, because you're the person that you, your resume and and your cover letter and so forth are not uh, really, the you know, the, the in your you know, interview is not really about you, it's really about the people that you're talking to, and it's about you know what's important to them and, and really being focused on that and 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 not yourself. And so, there's this whole kind of divide you know, in in the about who does well, uh, you know, between you know those that you know make it about other people and those that make it about themselves, uh, you know, but the the people that are the most unsuccessful in their job searches and their careers really, are are really too focused on themselves. And because they're so focused on themselves, they never really reach their full potential.
0: Yeah, understanding your audience and anticipating their needs is is so important. Um, So let's talk about these five unasked questions. Starting with the big one, I think maybe the most important one, which is the question, will this attorney support me and have my back? This is what uh, employers are most interested to know about? Can you expand on this idea? Why is it so important for the potential hire to be supportive of the firm and, and of the, the partner that's doing the hiring?
1: Well, the first thing is, I mean, the, it's the, the you know, regardless of the level that you're interviewing, even if you're interviewing with an associate, I mean, they're they're kind of asking themselves that question too. I mean, um, you know, but the partner mainly is, is looking for that and the partner's asking that you know whether or not they're intervening you to be a partner. Uh, you know, and you are already a partner. Or they're intervening to be an associate. I mean, they want to, they want to hire people that, that are going to support them and that are going to, you know, that are going to make them feel good about themselves. And uh, and but and, but but making them feel good about themselves, not just like in a way where they're flattering them. It's more from the perspective that um, you know they're 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 going to support them. They're going to you know, not make them feel bad, they're going to, um, you know, get along with them. And they're going to, uh, you know, be team players, and they're going to do the work, and they're not going to, you know, create issues behind the person's back. And, uh, you know, they're they're just, and they're going to be, you know, dedicated to whatever it is they're doing, Uh, you know, whether it's, you know, on a firm level, or whether it's uh, for that person individually.
0: Yeah, people are really looking for a champion uh, for you know the firm for for the job itself, and I wonder if you can talk a little bit more about what it means to be a supportive hire, to be supportive of the team. Um, what's that mindset that you need to get into, and uh, in, in terms of anticipating the needs of of the firm?
1: Well, you need to make the person you're talking with feel like you know that you're gonna. You know, do everything you can to make them and you know and and the you know the firm itself successful, and that it's very very important to you, and um, and that you're not going to do uh, the opposite. I mean, you know, there's another article that I wrote a long time ago. It's one of the first articles I ever wrote, and it's called Builders and Destroyers. And when you go into, you know, any organization, there's always people, you know, that are are trying to get the job done and doing working hard and contributing a lot. And, and on the side of the organization, and on the side of the mission. And then there's people that are kind of doing the opposite. And by the opposite, I mean that, you know, they're they're tearing things down, they're starting rumors, they're, you know, creating problems with people. And, you know, and, and so you want to be on the side of the people that are, are supporting the growth of the company. And you want to, by the law firm and, and the people that you're interviewing with, and you want to come across as that sort of person. Because, you know, law firms do not function well as organizations when they bring in, um, people that are, that aren't like that are out for themselves and there's all sorts of stories I could tell you about you know law firms and bringing in uh, you know different practice groups and so forth and trying to grow laterally by merging and things and a lot of times that doesn't a, a good portion of the time that doesn't work because there's too many people that are you know supporting individual clans and so forth and it just ends up you know um, you know hurting you so you know the people that you work with. Uh, you need to be really seen as their supporter, and but you need to give the impression to the people that you're interviewing with, also, you know, that you're you will support them and you will work hard and you know and, and you'll be there for them. And you'll you know do whatever is necessary. Uh, you know, to, to to be on their side. Can we talk a little bit more about
0: uh, being supportive and what that means in terms of the context of the firm? This is kind of hard to talk about in generalities, I know, given just how wide the legal industry is. But can you talk a little bit more about how to function well inside of a team, inside of a firm, uh, really being a team player and revealing yourself to be that?
1: Well, I think, that, I mean, there's kind of two aspects of that. I mean, there's the interview and then there's, you know, you know, after you're hired, um, you know, in terms of, um, you know, after you're hired, I think, you know, it's, it's not talking negatively about people it's trying to stay out of, you know, I mean, you, you really, whatever you do, I mean, you should try to stay out of you know, politics because that is just a, a crazy uh, thing in, in most firms. Uh, you need, you need to, you know, really stay out of that. If you can, you need to, um, you know, try not to take sides with certain people and arguments and so forth and, and try to avoid that and be neutral if you can. Um, you just need to be, you know, uh, someone that, uh, you know, is, is seen as someone that's not going to be making trouble and, and, and someone that, you know, is, is really on the side of the organization and neutral. And if you can do that, I mean, you can do, uh, you know, very well and, and not everyone can do that. Uh, you know, and it's just not bringing, uh, out negative things, ignoring uh, you know negative news and, and and you know that sort of thing about people and, and and different things. And if you can do well at that, I mean you know you'll you'll typically um, you know do very well. Um, the The other thing is that um, you know when you're interviewing, you know you, you shouldn't ask negative questions. Um, you know you should tell stories about you know, how you've helped people. Um, you know, uh, it's always good when you give the impression that, you know, you were able to be very close to someone uh, and, and work for that one person for a long time because it shows that you were someone's supporter. Uh, you know, if you work for one partner for a long time, I mean, that's always good. Uh, people like that. Uh, you know, uh, if you have, uh, you know, read about, uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, the person, you know, written, or you read something about them that you can identify with, that's helpful, you know, finding commonalities, uh, making the person think you like them. Um, and they think you like them, they'll believe they can trust you if you're, you know, have a shared interest in a certain sports team. I mean, all those sorts of things, you know, that break down that trust and make people feel like you're on their team are important, because people ultimately are very tribal. I mean, it's, you know, the people break up into all sorts of different types of tribes and, um, you know, and they uh, and they take sides and, and you know, and, and that's very, very difficult because when you're interviewing with the law firm, I mean, you're, you know, unless it's, you know, one of these huge billion dollar plus revenue per year with law firms, I mean, you're interviewing with something that typically is a tribe. And so you need to make sure that, you know, whatever you're doing, you, you uh, you know, make sure that you're coming across as someone uh, that that is a, you know, like a supporter and that you're trying to identify uh, with, a, with a certain tribe, if that makes sense. It does.
0: And I think too about those nonverbal signals we were talking about earlier and how that can play out in the interview. And the second of your unasked questions, the questions that the uh, interviewer is thinking to themselves is, is, does this person really want to work here? And of course, you're always going to say that you want to work here. Otherwise, why would you even be at the interview? But you kind of communicate that in all sorts of nonverbal ways, don't you? And, and even in the way that you're speaking about the job, um, if you don't appear interested or, or uh, particularly you know, anxious to work at this place, it's going to shine through. And I guess that kind of goes to something we've spoken about earlier, about the importance of really researching uh, the place that you're applying to and really knowing and honing in on the kinds of places that you want to work at. But uh, can you kind of give me a, a bit more on that idea of really communicating to this person that you really want to work at this place?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, I've been, um, you know, I interview a lot of people to be, uh, to work, you know, here in, in, in placement, for example. And I, I interview people, uh, you know, every day, I mean, uh, you know, or have been for the past, uh, you know, several weeks. And, you know and, and, you know, and so if I, if I get, you know, I'll typically get, you know, for people that wanna work in legal placement here, I'll typically get, you know, I would say a couple hundred, you know, resumes per week. And out of that, you know, I might interview one person or, you know, uh, or, and, you know two people or, you know, something like that. And, uh, but usually very few. And then when I do interview the people, like a good portion of the time, even if the person looks amazing on paper, you know, I'll talk to them and, uh, and, and I'll realize that, you know, they, they haven't, they don't even know what I do, you know, or they don't even know why they apply. It's just absolutely incredible. And then there's other people that, you know, show up for the interview, and they're just completely, you know, pre-sold. I mean, they, they've read everything about it. They, they want the job, they, they want to learn more. Uh, they have good questions. They're very enthusiastic uh, they bond with me, you know, because they want it. And, um, you know, and so it's, you know, th- those are the kind of people that I'm interested in. So most of the calls, like for, for whatever reason, I mean, right now, there's, we've been getting a ton of applicants. I mean, you know, I mean, I would say, you know, at least like, you know, five to 800 per week, and that's not normal. I mean, I think it's because we've been doing a little bit more advertising of of openings and, you know, so I've been interviewing you know uh, at least you know a person per day for you know every day of the week and you know and so very few people I mean show up and and really are, are enthusiastic and want the job they're just kind of like they apply for things and then uh, they they don't prepare and they don't um, they don't know who they're speaking to they don't they don't ask questions in advance they don't uh, read up on the company what they do uh, they just kind of show up for these interviews and it's 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 amazing to me, uh, you know, because just doing that alone can make a huge difference. I mean, an employer wants to believe when you show up that, you know, you really want the job and you really want to work there. And uh, because those are the people they are going to hire, I mean, why would you hire someone that, that is just kind of, uh, you know, lackadaisical about it? I mean, the problem with you hire people that are lackadaisical is that, you know, they, they tend not to last and, uh, you know, they, they're just, they're just kind of doing whatever they want out there. I I just, that's how most of the world is though. I mean, they don't, you know, show up, uh, you know, fired up for whatever they're interviewing with. I mean, not to say most of the world, but a lot of people, uh, you know, um, and so if you're excited about what you are interviewing for, then, you know, you're much better to do much more likely to get the job. And to that
0: point, you know, it's very revealing of the earlier things we were talking about, about um, being of service, about uh, getting understanding your audience and and thinking about their needs instead of your own. Like when you're talking about people just showing up at interviews, totally unprepared, uh, totally unknowledgeable about the place that they're actually applying for. You got to wonder uh, how much of it is laziness, but also just the fact, uh, kind of arrogance. Like I'm so incredible; these people are just going to jump uh, for me, obviously, because I'm so great, right? Um, I don't need to uh, learn anything about this employer. But again, this goes to mindset about and and revealing to the employer about how you want to be a team player. How are you going to be a team player if you don't know anything about this place that you're applying to?
1: Well, you know what's funny to me, like like, and this is this is actually for me is very very amusing. I mean, and and I, and I think this says a lot, you know, but I talk to attorneys all day. I mean, and I talked to, you know, I mean, I've been talking to, you know, attorneys all day, every day for, you know, for my whole career. And, you know, as part of that, I'll talk to people, you know, that have a lot of potential that, you know, maybe making, you know, very little money, you know, meaning when I say very little money, I mean, you know, that even, you know, $50,000 a year, I mean, they could be working in a law firm in a you know, or doing something. And then, and but then, you know, at the same time, I talk to people, you know, making good money, you know, and then I talk to people making incredible amounts of money. When I say incredible, I mean, you know, four, five, six million dollars. And there are partners that I speak to um, in law firms um, regularly. I mean, you know, uh, you know, several times a week I mean, that make that kind of much, much money. The people that are the The least uh, arrogant, uh, honestly, are the people that are the most successful. I don't, it's the strangest thing, you know, the the most, the the people that are the most arrogant tend to be, you know, young people that don't have um, all that kind of experience.
0: Number three of the unasked questions during an interview, will this attorney do the job the way we need and expect it to be done? Okay, that's getting a little into the details now. How do you communicate that to an interviewer that, and to answer that unasked question to show to them that you're capable of doing the job the way they need and expect it to be done?
1: Okay, well, that's a great question. And, and, and I, this is one that I think is really important. And I was just thinking about it uh, uh, you know, today. So we're about ready to uh, make an offer to someone that worked in our, uh, you know, this placement firm uh, several years ago, like five or six years ago, and the the problem is is that the way we did things five or six years ago is a lot different uh, than the way we do things today. And, and a lot of people just believe that they do want to do things a certain way, and they're afraid of um, getting any type of criticism. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, and kind of again, understanding about uh, your processes and, and anticipating those needs. Can you talk a little bit more about um, the research that goes into uh, or should go into your pre-interview process to know more about where the place that you're walking into and how they do things How would you glean that kind of intelligence kind of hard to do sometimes in institutions that are often quite closed and private?
1: Well, the biggest thing is is like a lot of times people will go into interviews and they'll they'll basically tell the interviewer that things are need to be done a certain way and you know, and that's not a good way of of, of you know uh, you know of, of operating. If you tell the interviewer that things need to be done a certain way, then uh, then they're not going to like that at all. And uh, or if you you know you it, and you may be right when you say that, and you may be telling them the way that they expect things to be done, but a lot of times um, you know they don't. And I remember um, I used to have a small law firm. You know that. Uh, would represent our company in in various cases and and so forth. And, uh, and, and they, uh, you know, one time we were interviewing someone to work there and he started bragging about how he had all these forms and they were pre-filled out and uh, you know, how he could uh, you know, charge clients, you know, for three hours because he'd filled them out before, even though it only took them like a half hour. And, you know, and that was an example of like, you know, obviously he was disqualified from the job right there, but, you know, people will go into interviews and stuff all the time, and they'll talk about, you know, ways of doing work, um, or they'll look inflexible, you know, and how they're they're going to do the work. Uh, and, and people don't like that. I mean, but sometimes they'll be they'll talk about how you know uh, they need certain time off, or they'll you know like every week they, sell, they say they you know they need to go out leave it for to.
0: <laughs> they start issuing demands before they've even been hired. They
1: do. And, um, and people don't like that.
0: You know, I wonder if part of this too is instead of being very um, assertive and talking about how great you are and how you think things should be done at this place that you're applying to, that instead asking intelligent and probing questions about the process that they're walking into and asking follow-ups about that process might be a better strategy to reveal your kind of nimble, your curiosity and kind of nimbleness of nimbleness of mind. Um, can you talk more about um, using questions um, instead of statements?
1: Do you think that's a good strategy to use? I think so. I mean, I think, you know, if you, uh, you know, ask people how they expect it done and you and you show, you know, they're willing to learn and so forth. And people have all sorts of pet peeves, you know, and, and different people you're working for want things done in certain ways. So, you know, it's it's a good thing to, you know, if you can ask, I think that that's, you know, um, a very good idea.
0: Well, Um, We're going to get into number four here, and this could be a little bit awkward because it's a bit um, impolitic, which is the unasked question that, I mean, if we're going to be honest, everyone asks themselves about other people when they're hiring them. Will this attorney make me look good, make us look good, and how they represent us to the public? And I'm afraid this uh, often falls back on individuals' biases, some of them, less savory than others, but it's a reality. So can you talk about this and how you anticipate this coming into an interview, um, and and presenting yourself in a way that doesn't sort of immediately disqualify yourself?
1: Well, you have to, the the first thing is that you have to be able to, um, you know, uh, you know, if in a lot of cases, not all cases, I mean, it just depends, you know, but some law firms, you know, are composed of very clean cut people, others could give it, you know, could, could care less, uh, you know, others expect you to, you know, look a certain way. Others could care less. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you know, so it just kind of depends. I mean, but the employer, you know, wants to, see, you, you may want to see, you may want the people, you know, that work for them to, to, to look a certain way and to act a certain way. And, and that's a lot of times nothing, uh, you know, you can control. I mean, one example is, you know, in our company, like, when we hire people to do legal placement, like even though we want them to be very, very friendly and we want them to, you know, uh, sound excited and, you know, have, have those sorts of abilities. And, and not everybody does sound excited and not everybody is friendly. They may be very good attorneys, but, you know, we see ourselves as, as able to be, you know, friendly and able to connect with people. And so when we're interviewing people, we're looking for that characteristic. And you don't always find that. And that's fine. But you know, you don't. Every every law firm it has different, uh, you know, types of of people that they want to hire. And if you're not that sort of person, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of it does come down to how you look, but many more times it's it's about your personality and kind of how you come across, and and that's important to law firms.
0: Okay, so here's a maybe a difficult question, or maybe not that precise of a question, but when you come into a place and you're kind of anticipating what sort of person they normally would hire, right? And you want to try and present that to them, but I'm guessing you don't want to present it in such a way that it's completely a false representation of who you really are. So it's this interesting balance of being honest with yourself and being honest with others about your natural personality. um, But while at the same time being, uh, you know, presenting something that is, is likable and saleable in a way, Uh, a difficult thing to balance. Any advice on how to negotiate those two things?
1: Well, a lot of times people will be very proud of, of, of certain aspects of their care of their, their character. I mean, like I, 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 you know, I worked with one guy once, it was first in his class in law school and just a great candidate. And, you know, but he had this just crazy hairstyle that went all the way down, you know, past, past his buttocks. I mean, you know, I'm serious. And, and he refused to cut it. He was very proud of it. He said it took over a decade to grow. And, and I don't know. And, and, you know, but it was hurting him from getting jobs because, you know, and he said, though, this is who I am. And if they don't like that, and it was absolutely insane, you know, that he, he couldn't, you know, he had to get a haircut if he was going to get a job and uh, at least with most firms and, um, and, and, and most firms were very clear that that's not something they wanted and you know, other people like, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people in society have tattoos, and and that's fine. But, you know, if you, you know, a lot of times people feel they need to, to demonstrate, show their tattoos in interviews. It's very rare, but I mean, I've I've seen that on several occasions where people felt it was important to display their tattoos, and you know, and and you know, and that may go off, uh, uh, go well, and and certain, uh, you know, um, you know. Places, but it doesn't in others. So you just need to be very careful. Uh, you know how how you how you portray yourself.
0: Yeah, and you know it goes back to about um, really wanting to work at a particular place. And if, if that is your natural personality, if you are, uh, you know, sporting different kinds of you know uh, styles or whatever personality traits that might be a little bit outside the norm then maybe you need to kind of focus on the sorts of firms that are more accepting of that rather than a a much more straight-laced sort of place. You know, again, kind of anticipating your audience. Like you're not going to expect a very straight-laced Christian firm maybe to accept your more wild rock and roll lifestyle. Am I making sense?
1: Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, the thing is is there's firms that are going to think, you know, tattoos and stuff are cool. I mean, you know, so it's, and they're totally fine with it. So it's just, you know, it depends on where you work and you need, you know, in the law firm, you know will different law firms will have different expectations and it 's even somewhat geographic i mean you know i mean personally i i don 't you know you know you know i don 't have a lot of you know care about the you know how people you know I care more about personalities you know and I think that you know there's certain types of personalities that are very good for the kind of work that we do, but at the same time you know you know in other professions you know, other things may be more important, like how serious you are in a law firm is very important.
0: So this brings us to the final of the unasked questions during the interview process, which is, do I like this attorney more than the other people I've just interviewed? And in many cases, they they may have interviewed dozens of other people before you. And, you know, a lot of like people like to think that these decisions are very intellectual, uh, are being made in a very, um, in a very thought-out process, but, you know, people are people, and gut feelings and likability are huge factors in almost every decision we make, and I guess you need to anticipate for that in the interview process, don't you? Like, can you talk about more about, again, an uncomfortable subject, about appearing likable, and or at least understanding what likable it looks like. Um, kind of hard to tell people sometimes, maybe you're not getting hired because you're not very likable. But anyway, pick up the ball wherever you would like to.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just people will hire the person they'd like the best. And, you know, sometimes people like the underdog. They may like the person that doesn't have the best qualifications, or they may like, you know, but if there's only one job, they can only, you know, hire one person. You know, I, I personally think a lot of firms make, you know, horrible mistakes when they hire. Like a lot of times though Hire someone that clearly they probably didn't like as much as other people, but just had the best qualifications. And you know, it may be a mid-sized firm that thinks you know that they should hire people out of the top. You know, I mean, it's just people. Law firms make mistakes, but I I think you know if you know most law firms will hire the people that you know they they will uh, try that they that they like the best. And um, you know, and if they like you, they'll, they'll go out of their way to try to hire you. Uh, you know, so. I mean, I try to put in a few rules about uh, likability here, but I mean the the main one is, is just to let people, you know, talk and and you know and and you know hope that they can try to connect.
0: Yeah, and it's it's hard to give people guidance on this, but I may be able to offer you know a few points, having you know guided many people into. Br- broadcasting and, and podcasting and people you know that often haven't done that and try to make them performers and I, my best advice is you can do get, get into people's heads about you know the quality of their voice or the questions that they ask etc cetera, etc cetera. but more often than not I try and encourage people to kind of get out of their heads a little bit and just be themselves as much as possible um, don't appear desperate you know people could pick that up really quickly or false or fake or overly performative you know and and just to try and be as natural as possible. A difficult thing, especially in the interview process, which is highly stressful. But that's, I think, the best thing I can offer is that you got to try and be as normal as possible, as natural as possible. That's a good point.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you can't really, sometimes you can't really help it if people don't like you.
0: Yeah. I think in the article that it relates to this episode, which you can find in the show notes is um, you mentioned an oft repeated fact that I hadn't thought about in a while, but which is true and is, you know, I don't know how scientifically valid it is, but I think it's more of a truism, which is that, you know, the people that you're going to encounter in your life will basically fall into thirds. One third will like you, one third won't care at all. And one third won't like you. And it's just sort of the way it is. And you can't it's sort of out of your control.
1: Yep, you can't, I mean, you just can't, you can't help it. And, um, you know, uh, and you know, I I find myself sometimes you know instinctively thinking I might not like someone, and then you know of that one third, and then you know, and then I talk to them, and I realize I like them. You know, it's just because yeah, they're not so bad. <laughs> it's just because I maybe they look like someone that was mean to me in the past, and totally. And then I had this neighbor actually that um, that just we didn't like each other. I don't know why. I mean, I think my dog <laughs> ran her house into the bathroom, and then. You know, we just kind of had this like long feud and um, of just glaring at each other. And then the other day I saw her, um, you know, walking down the street like a couple miles from the house and they offered her a ride just to be nice. And now we're friends, you know, so it's just and I think she just thought I didn't like her. And, and you know, so sometimes you just never know. You know?
0: Yeah. Um, any final thoughts about the unasked questions during the interview process?
1: No, I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, you know, really firing yourself up and wanting the job is a big one because most people don't do that. And then um, and then making people think you have, you know, their back is just a huge one. I mean, um, and that's really, you know, when it comes down to it, I mean, everyone, you know, wants to to feel liked by other people. And so, you know, the better you do at that, um, you know, the better you're going to be in your you know, your, your career and life. And, and then um, everybody works for someone else. I mean, you know, politicians get support by making the more people think that they're going to support them than not, you know, so everybody's, you know, needs to do that and yeah. learn. That. And,
0: you know, my big takeaway from this is, is preparation. Anytime that I'm nervous about something, be it an interview. Uh, for a job or, or interviewing someone else uh, in a you know broadcasting circumstance is the more prepared I am the more I know about what I'm walking into the more natural and comfortable I'm going to be and I wonder uh, I think that's maybe the biggest takeaway from this is just know what, what you're getting into yeah that's a good point Harrison thanks for doing this with me once again yeah thank you that's all the time we have for this edition of the show if you're an attorney looking for a change go to bcgsearch.com